Hi guys, welcome back to the ninth episode, that's crazy, of the Let's Fuck About It podcast. I'm Summer and I'm joined by my partner and co-host Cam. How's it going, Cam? Hi everyone, I'm Cam. It's going pretty well right now. (laughs) And yeah, we actually had a little bit of a break before this, so we're excited to jump back into everything. We'll kind of update you on what we've been doing for the last few weeks while we were away. But before that, I do want to say if you want to connect with me on any of my socials, my OnlyFans, any of that stuff, it's all linked at summerstone.fun. That's summerstone.fun. I've also been trying to be better about reminding everyone that we love when you guys rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. It does honestly help us out a lot, and you guys have been doing that a lot, and it's really nice. I always look at them, so thank you for that, and if you haven't yet, we would love it if you had a second to do that. So Summer, what's up? We missed another week, or what have we been up to? Yeah, so, okay, we went to Vegas, and we had a big collab there, and that was super fun, so I'm really excited. A lot of that content should be going up soon, but what do we think of Vegas, Cam? Uh, You know, I think I don't want to bash Vegas, and a lot of people have a lot of fun, but I think it kind of sucks, to be honest. Like, it feels like Disneyland like but the worst part of disneyland (laughs) i know we were kind of saying before we left like you know everyone always says vegas is expensive but we probably won't think it's that expensive because we're coming from la like it'd probably just be what we're used to it is so fucking expensive also just like a lot of just the way things operate i think we just weren't really aware of like the pool was closed all morning and all like evening it was only open like the hours that we were just like working and collabing and stuff And, like, we were kind of just thinking, oh, we'll just be hanging out by the pool the whole trip. And that is just not what happened. I feel like it's a work trip, but even our work trips, we like to start our days pretty early, I feel like. And one of the things I think, at least you always do on vacation, is, like, I wake up and you're already like, oh, I went to the set by the jacuzzi. I did some work. And, oh, I already got us coffee and, like, all this stuff. So it's, like, we kind of even have our routines on vacation and just, like, to not be able to do like just the little things that I usually like expect from a vacation. It was just kind of like a bummer. Yeah, we did say off the strip. So that was on us like slightly off the strip at the Virgin. So, you know, it was really nice. It was pretty. There was a lot of like nice things about it. But, you know, we can't judge Vegas when we didn't even stay on the strip, I guess. But a lot of the stuff that we tried was so like so expensive and so bad. But then we did have some really good food. Like we ate at Shaq's Chicken Place. You remember what it was called? I think Chicken Shack? No, that doesn't sound right. Big, <laughs> big Chicken. I think it has to be called Big Chicken. Big Chick? Something okay. like that. You guys, you, you'll find it. Just look up Shaq's Chicken Shop. Yeah, that was really good. We loved that. And then we ate at Cassie Beach House. That was really good. Like the drinks especially were really good. So there was some good ones, but. I'm going to shout out the White Castle next to the 7-Eleven <laughs> for having a better burger than the hotel that we were staying at. Yeah, we walked there from the hotel and then we we saw our friends to collab the next day and they were like, you should not have walked there. Yeah, I guess we were in the best <laughs> part of Vegas, but whatever. They were like, please don't walk there again. 
Um, but you know, it was fun. We just we did end up going to the strip. Oh, we also ate. What did we eat that was really good? Oh, David Chang's restaurant. It was called like like Bang House or something. Yeah, doesn't he like, have? He has like the main restaurant, and then he also has like yeah, the bang it wasn't bar. Momofuku, but it was Bang Bar. Yeah, and we had like a pork, like some kind of wrap that was really good. Yeah, he had like the meat cooking kind of like we have here, like the spit up, up, like you know the meat on the little post. It's going around <laughs> the fire. It's like. Um, Middle Eastern style, but you know, they adopted it in Mexico and they make some bomb ass fucking Mexican food. And he did, did the same like kind of concept where, where he was like making these wraps. Like it was definitely like Asian inspired, like flavor, you know, but he was making it like with this cool method. I thought it was fucking delicious. Yeah, we definitely, like we said, we can't really judge Vegas from staying off strip. Like I'm sure we could have a really good makeup Vegas trip if we wanted to, but I would say it was a really chaotic trip. We weren't like obsessed with Vegas leaving from there. And then also we came home and Cam got sick right away and we could both just pinpoint the moment that it happened. Yeah, you know, when you're like looking back in a drunken haze on something and you're like, what did I do? And you remember, it's like that moment. Well, I'll tell you the moment, basically. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy, we have the wake and bake. You guys know. I'm a guy that enjoys his his weed, you know. And if I'm in Vegas, that's not going to change. But I think we went and had a couple drinks. And then we're like walking out to go smoke a joint. And I like dropped it on the casino floor. And I picked it up and I was like, five second rule, you know. And then I was like, I could, I could just know that's when the germs got on there. And if that wasn't enough, we then ended up smoking in the parking garage and I dropped it again and I kept smoking it. So am I the worst human on earth? No, but that is probably one of my worst moments. Just I could I picture it just like slow-mo, that joint just like hitting the floor. And then me being like, this is a good decision to smoke it. <laughs> I feel like it's so classic that we're both like kind of germaphobes. Like, I'm very picky. I don't want, like, everyone drinking after me. Like, I have a lot of, like, things I'm weird about. And then for some reason, it's like, if the joint is dropped, we're smoking it. And also, we're passing it to whoever wants some. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> wake and fake, oh, wake and fake, oh, wake and back, oh, I'm looking at your face, and I know that you know I'm going to say this, but... Wow, what a perfect segue into our little wake and bake section. What weed are we smoking today, Cam? You know, we're still on that binky game, to be honest. Like, I feel like we brought some weed with us to Vegas, like a bunch of joints, and then we didn't smoke them all, so we were kind of smoking those for a bit. I've been rolling up some joints here and there, but we haven't really re-upped since the trip. But I got my we got ourselves a little binky from the Sizzy store. <laughs> if you don't know what a binky is, you know, it's like... Um, like You're a pacifier, baby. you know, like that's what you call like your crutch or whatever. So when you're like a baby, it's like, ah, the binky, the pacifier. And that's like the, the, my digital weed. That's what I call it. My little like USB stick, like weed pen is, uh, my binky. So shout out to, uh, Brooke from Brooke and Connor make a podcast. I think that's where we, we got the term binky from. Yeah. We just needed a binky this trip we didn't know what the situation was going to be with the smoking and the hotel it ended up being so fine to just like smoke our little pre-rolls but yeah no we got a binky just in case any problems yeah. with the, and we had friends that i mean we were there for to collab with and we asked them they're like no one gives a shit um so yeah, yeah i don't know why we were worried like it's literally vegas you but. know what it was 
whenever we switched like spots driving and I needed like a little break, it was nice. Or like when we went to the bathroom, I was able to like hit the pen real quick and then take like a little nap and then I could drive after. So it was nice to like keep me kind of chill, I feel like for the drive. And then it was super nice to not have to like step out into the hundred degree weather of Vegas just to smoke every time. Cause like everyone's smoking down in the casino, like no one's looking at you for like hitting the little like USB stick. <laughs> they're already hitting their like vapes. So yeah, our binky is a e-weed and their, their <laughs> binky is a cigarette. Yeah. Everyone's got their thing. Well, What's next? Uh, coffee, right? What are we drinking today, Summer? So this morning I made, oh, what was the brand of coffee that I made? Was it Verve? Yes, the Verve Bronson, um, which is like a French roast, which is a lot darker than what I would usually drink. But it was actually on sale at Whole Foods. So I was like, okay, I'll just get it. I'll just see how it goes. And it was so good. I would definitely get it again. And... Yeah, I'm really surprised because normally I hate a dark roast. Like it just ends up being tasting so like over roasted to me, but it's bomb. Yeah, I feel like I just have been forever like tainted that I'm going to like think I'm going to hate dark roast from like shitty Starbucks dark roast coffee where it's like pitch black burnt and oily gross coffee. But like I feel like most third wave coffee, they do a pretty good job with their dark roast now. Yeah, because even the darkest roast from Verve is still like like a, a medium, dark end yeah. of the medium or light end of the dark, you know. This is sexual education. So what do you think? Are we ready for some sexual education? You got it. All right. I got a fun fact for you today. Did you know, Miss Summerstone, that in the 2009, like during the 2009 Super Bowl, you know, good old 2009 Super Bowl, <laughs> that uh, people in certain areas they had their feed interrupted by some pornographic material in the middle of the super bowl in the middle of the super bowl yeah so imagine like everyone's chilling you got the party going someone's passing those chips you just you look up there's a pepsi commercial then all of a sudden there's a a clip and some dude's unbuttoning his shirt showing his Oiled up body looking at a fine young woman ready for penis. Sounds on brand for the Super Bowl. Really? <laughs> Maybe now, like the Carl's Jr. commercials where they're like <laughs> Megan Fox is like on the hood of a car eating a burger. But anyways, the I guess there wasn't actually too much like it was pretty safe for work. You know, it was like someone just starting a porn getting played. You know, they didn't see any like. Yeah. Any peen or vagine, but... Well, that's good because my immediate thought was, I like, know, the children. children yeah, yeah, I think of the children. But when they ended up, like, investigating it, it turned out it was, like, some employee that, like, hacked the feed or something. <laughs> and it was just, like, I don't know if you... I don't know the whole thing. I, I mean, this, this isn't Google, you know? This is me. I read a couple things, and now I'm telling you guys. But, yeah, I don't know the reasoning. I don't know the thought process behind showing porn during the Super Bowl. But he did it. They caught him. And yeah, I guess it's like a whole thing that people do. They like hack into different feeds and like play porn um, on TVs or whatever. But I think one of the most like notable other ones, I, I think I told you before that there's there was like a grocery store in Germany and they like hacked every single TV in the grocery store. I just started playing porn, which is like I, I think I would literally think it's the most 
hilarious thing, but, you know, got to think of the children or whatever. Yeah, I feel like I'm allowed to laugh now that you said that it was not, like, super explicit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that would be my first thought. I wonder if it's, like, a kinky kind of thing or mm. if it's just, like, fuck you guys, I'm going to I think porn. it's just, like, just because they can. Like, it's disgruntled like, employee. Uh, yeah, like, finger. <laughs> Here's the middle finger. Okay, I hate my job. Here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, iconic. I but also, th- don't don't play explicit media where children might see. But iconic yeah. if it was not. I super feel explicit. like you know, back in the Vine days, there was definitely like a trend where people would like get the Target like intercom system or something because they, they used to have the phones yeah, inside the stores everywhere. and they would like play porn, like mm-hmm. porn sounds, or like they did that like Walmart or whatever. Well, anyways, what's your um, current event? Okay, so my current event is something that I don't know a ton about, so I'm really hoping I don't sound stupid talking about this, but I have all my notes in front of me, so hopefully I won't. But basically, like, obviously everybody's talking about AI right now and AI porn and, like, deep fakes, so I just wanted to talk about kind of that growing concern of deep fakes, and basically the experts are predicting, and this isn't, like, super shocking, but they're predicting that it's only going to be, like, literally the press of a button to create like deep fake porn of people like celebrities or even just like random people like i was seeing people talking about how some someone was saying that someone literally found a picture of them on social media or something or that's like the only thing that they could guess and some random person literally created deep fakes of her so it's definitely becoming more of an issue and there are people that are advocating for laws that would basically find websites for not like being diligent with removing like non-consensual content being up there, um, even if it's AI, but there's really like not any legal protections in place yet. Yeah, normally I'd probably be against any um, any sort of legal situation in regards to the porn industry because normally it is like the right wing people that are just trying to like control the media and censor stuff. But I think this is a perfect example of a hole that needs to be filled and the laws that need to be put there before even worse things happen. You know what I mean? Like I've seen how fast AI is. It's pretty crazy. I saw this week that Photoshop released this update, like Adobe released an update to Photoshop where you just like lasso tool something, circle it. And you type exactly what you want and yeah, like, it takes that. people out, puts people in like does like I, I guess it won't do not safe for work stuff allegedly. But like that's just because they're holding it back. It, it takes like what, like, you know, a couple weeks for someone to find the codes and just make their own version that lets you type in big dick on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just it looks too real. Another thing I saw on Twitter was like I saw this picture of like Bernie, Bernie Sanders, burn dog. He was like making out with some girl I looked at it. It looks so real, but it's like some AI image and some artists like made a bunch of like politicians like kissing random people, like escorts type of thing. And it's all AI, but it looks so real. And they're like, it's like the future of exploitation and being able to yeah. like blackmail people. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so scary because it's like obviously the first people you think of as being targeted are like public figures, but like it's also like random people and also like they can't necessarily limit like the age of like the people that like the deep fakes are making basically. Yeah. So it's, I mean, potential to be super fucked up. It's already super fucked up and making a deep fake of a celebrity, like a pornographic one is like so unethical, you know, like 
it is like non-consensual pornography. Like that's terrible and so traumatic for the people who are experiencing like finding that of themselves, you know? But I mean, I don't want to pretend like I know anything about like legislation with the internet and like, you know, what the answer is here. But already like TikTok and Twitch and some other companies have banned deep fakes of kids or private figures. So not like public figures, but private people, you know, or some are just like banning AI, like any deep fakes in general, but it's like almost impossible to really enforce and they have to be like super on top of it. And then the Apple and Google stores had to remove an app. I don't know if you know about this, but basically it was like an app that people were making deep fakes on. I couldn't find the name anywhere. But I guess this app was, like, running ads everywhere on Meta. So, like, through Facebook, Instagram, Messenger. And there is a tool. It's called Take It Down that Meta and then also some other major adult platforms are using. I know Pornhub is using it. I don't know who else, but I know that there are some other major ones using it. That basically, it just allows teenagers to report any explicit content of themselves so that they can remove it right away. And that actually does include AI and what they're allowed to report. But that does only extend to like underage people. I mean, I'm I love that that's in place for them, but it's like I just, eh, you know, it just gives me the ick because all these internet companies are like owned by like you know three people, and they're just I mean they have to they're profiting off of their their advertising that gets put on their these platforms. Yeah. So it's like they only care because someone cared. Like they didn't they. They had no problem accepting the money until it became an issue for them. And then they have to save face. So that's the only reason they're like, let's do something now. But it's they were sitting there taking that check. They didn't give a shit. You know, it's just like, come on. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what the right answer is here because it's like, I don't know. I was even thinking like it would be amazing if one day the way that we could like identify like spam calls and stuff a lot better than our parents could when we were younger, like. I kind of just hope that people also get better at identifying AI, but it's like the technology is just getting better and better and it's harder and harder to do. I mean, I feel like every episode we talk about how like, like fuck Elon Musk, but then also like, here's this good thing. I do like that Twitter has community notes because people have been able to like debunk like stupid shit that gets spread on Twitter so fast and like add community notes to things. Um, and I see them like calling out AI, like this is like a, you know, an AI image and like, don't believe it. Like people are using it to like push their agenda a certain way, but it's like not real. So, I mean, if there's some type of that across the internet, I I could see that working, but it's just like, how do we get to this point? man? Come on. And I know I gave that disclaimer at the beginning of even saying this, that I just feel like so not qualified to even talk about this, but I don't know. It's scary. Yeah. Crazy times. Protect your shit. Private your shit. I hate (laughs) to say it, but I think we already gave like Mark Zuckerberg like all those pictures. So who knows what he's doing with all that information. But if you can, I would just, you know, hide your shit, man. Get off the Internet. (laughs) We're like literally my career is being on the Internet. (laughs) (laughs) So since it's kind of like our first week back after just having like a crazy few weeks and like cam just got better i thought that we would do something that required very minimal brain power for this episode and just play a really good game of would you rather so i have five would you rathers prepared and i had cam prepare some and then we haven't heard each other's yet so we're gonna answer these on the spot with you guys well my first question is inspired by no no other than the great Pam Snot from the other two. <laughs> um, 
if you if you know you know but uh would you rather shit out of your mouth or taste out of your ass Mm. i would definitely rather taste out of my ass i think taste out of your ass but then you can't go to a restaurant and plop your ass down then what's up with your mouth is it just there to speak Something the shit coming out of my mouth though. I'm just thinking like bad breath for life. Oof, that's tough. Bad breath for life. But like you can't, like you still just taste stuff with your mouth, but you just it doesn't go anywhere because you don't have a tongue in your asshole. We're not change, changing the anatomy here. I'm tasting with my ass. No, you can't. I'm saying no. I'm eating with my ass. You just you said eat. tasting with ass. Sorry, I meant you either eat with your ass or you shit with your mouth. I just think the anatomy I, stays the same, okay? It's just the holes lead to different places. You don't got a tongue for t- you don't got taste buds in your asshole. Yeah, but there's almost nothing that I would accept bad breath for life in exchange for. And if I could still taste out of my mouth, I could still stick food in there. I just couldn't eat it. Do a little chew it and spit it out. And motion. then eat it with your asshole? And then eat it with my asshole. Baby bird it to myself. I guess I mean I might have to go with you on that one, to be honest. I, probably the same. He hadn't considered the bad breath <laughs> for life, bad huh? breath. That was the big thing. <laughs> because, like, yeah, then you're still, like, in public. Like, because how does that work? It's like, you're still eating with your mouth, and then all of a sudden you're like, guys, I'm sorry, I gotta go shit. And then you just, like, <laughs> poop out of your mouth? No. Yeah, eating definitely would become, like, a solo activity, which is depressing. It would affect your life greatly. I hope we don't have to do either one. But if I have to choose one. Yeah. I don't want bad breath for life. Not in this line of work. Yeah, super sexy, guys. We're talking about poop. Yeah. Poopy. Pepe. For some of you guys. Maybe it is sexy. Who knows? That's true. You never know. Yeah. Some fecal matter fetish. Okay. My first one is... This is like so different from yours because mine actually is sexy, kind of. Would you rather never be able to do any positions where you're like making eye contact? So like cowgirl, missionary, whatever... Or never be able to do any positions where you're facing the same way, like doggy, reverse cowgirl, etc. I don't think you, that made sense. How's that facing? Oh, like where like, your eyes are facing the same direction. Yeah, 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 your faces. You know, the romantic in me says, I guess I have to have the eye contact. So I would keep the eye contact so I could look into your eyes as I bust a nut. Up inside you. I'm making a terrible face right now because that's not what I would. Oh choose. my gosh! Because <laughs> I, I just couldn't you give that, that up just for some doggy. I'll look back at you and doggy. Oh no, you can't apparently. <laughs> well, I can. There's you no can compromise. look back still. Oh my! God. You're like gave. That's why I gave examples of the positions. Okay. Well, I just. I'm sorry. I can't live without doggy. I can't live without reverse cowgirl. Those are like the tightest positions. I know my ass looks popping. <laughs> that ass do be looking good from back there. I'll give you also, that. Also, <laughs> like from making porn as a career perspective, you like need those positions more, I feel like. Okay, okay. I'll give that a pass. I'll give it a pass. All right. Would you rather have 150 orgasms a day or never be able to have an orgasm again? Ugh. This is so terrible because you know what? Sometimes I do live streams and when it's really popping, I'll come like 18 times over the course of like two or three hours and I am cramping until the next day. Like I literally wake up cramping. So imagine that almost times 10. 
I almost think I have to go with no orgasms. Ever? Because that just sounds so painful. But if if the cramping doesn't happen, then I would say, obviously, 150 orgasms. I'd rather just constantly be in a state of orgasm or whatever. But, like, if we're still cramping like we would be IRL, that just, like, sounds debilitating. Like, how do you live your life? Yeah, see, on the other end, it's like I'd probably only be able to have enough cum for, like, the first four orgasms. And then after that, what am I just dryly, like, dick not even hard, just like, and then it's just like invisible, invisible cum, like nothing's coming out of me. My dick's like, (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't know. I feel like too, it would just kind of ruin sex for you. Like to be always coming like that, you would just never really get to enjoy sex again because that sounds like torture. I feel like that's definitely got to be one of those like. I want to say my strange addiction, but obviously that's not the answer here. It's like one of those like crazy medical mystery shows. It's like she has 150 orgasms a day and she's like, please make it stop. <laughs> you know, like looks into the camera. It's like the, the girls who can't stop sneezing. Oh, my God. Like I am a person who likes to be comfortable. You know, I'm sorry. 150 orgasms a day. Like maybe if it was like one day, you know, or yeah. like. If you're going to have 150 orgasms for a month, but then you'll have a normal life, that'd be one thing. But if it's every day forever, like, I would rather still be able to, like, enjoy sex, just not as much than, like, just have sex completely ruined for me. Yeah, I like that. Is that too much of a realistic answer? I don't know. I think it's the only (laughs) right answer. Okay, so my next one is, would would you rather only ever be able to pull out or never be able to pull out again? It's like cream pies only or no cream pies. Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess I could pull out. I guess pull out. I could live without cream pies, honestly. Yeah, I would say the same thing because, well, I'm assuming I'm still the one being came on, yeah. but I would rather you only be able to pull out because even it's though I more fun, love man. a cream pie, it's like I also love to get covered. I love to have my face covered. Yeah, I'm thinking of the angles here. Like, you're yeah. just giving up too many options, I think. Like if it was like cream pies or facials, it might be harder to choose, but I think it's like you're just giving up too many options. I'm with you. I would because like I want to be able to bust on your face, bust on your tits. Bust on that pussy. I don't have to bust in it, but I could bust on it. Yeah, you can still like play with it. Yeah, yeah. I could like bust on your ass, you know, your feet even. Hey, but that's a little free, free content for you guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather immediately fart when you have an orgasm? Like it's like, ah, ah, or the moment you have an orgasm, you get a bloody nose. Oh, you know what? I was going to say something like this when I was making my list. I had, would you rather fart when you have an orgasm? But then I couldn't think of a second half. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> um, I think the fart. Really? Bloody nose sounds really I think bloody nose. I mean. It's less embarrassing. Like if you have to explain it to a partner, you're just like, yeah, I don't know. Like I come and I get a bloody nose. But it's like, I feel like it's like every time you come, you're just like, you're like, like I feel like it would become someone's ick. I think it just depends how bad it is. Like, if it's a really bad fart or a really bad nosebleed, maybe I would say nosebleed. But if it's, like, 
a mild fart, a mild nosebleed. I'm just talking I about like a nosebleed, little dribble, a little like whoosh, uh, a blood. Then yeah. I would choose nosebleed. But when I picture a nosebleed, I picture like you get like yeah, gushing. crazy my gushing, brains are falling out of my terrifying. Nose. And I rarely get nosebleeds. So when I do get one like that, I'm like literally terrified. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so my next one is randomly like the only non-sexual one on the list. Like all of mine are kind of like sexy or sex related. And then this one is just... Would you rather never drink coffee again or never eat dessert again? Wow. I don't know. I think I think I could get by without coffee if I absolutely had to. Just because I could have like matcha or like an energy drink or have some yerba mate and get like the same caffeine effect. Do I love the ritual of having a cup of coffee? Absolutely. But if it came down to like dessert, I'm a fucking fiend for dessert. So there's no way I could give that up. Okay, we're literally so boring because I'm like agreeing with you on all of these <laughs> and vice versa. But I agree. I feel like it's the ritual of coffee. So I could just like have something else. I love tea. I love matcha. And there's so many options of dessert that it's like it would just be impossible to just want to like completely get rid of all desserts, you know? You just be, it's again, it's kind of like the cream pie thing. It's like you're trading like a whole like food group kind yeah. of. Would you rather only be able to have like super kinky sex or only be able to have like romantic look in your eyes sex for like the rest of the time, like between the two? That's a toughie. Uh, I don't know. What's your answer? I don't, I honestly feel like I'd go with kinky because it's like, I feel like that's still like an act of love and I would feel it's like, like if you're like, we're fucking and it's like super like kinky all the time, I just feel like it's still like more enjoyable than just like always having to have like romantic sex. Yeah. And you could like spice it up because kinky could mean a lot of things. So you could take it a lot of directions. I think I would definitely go with you on that because I just feel like it's way too limiting to say vanilla. Yeah. And then my next one is, would you rather... Go to a swinger party full of all your friends, but they're all like into it. You know, it's not, there's no one that's like awkwardly there. Like all your friends or all total strangers. Everyone's tested in both these situations. And the strangers are hot. Yeah. In both scenarios, it's like, it's a swinger party where everyone's down, everyone's attractive. I mean, I would not recommend fucking your friends. So I think I'd have to go with Randa's. Because, like, my ideal situation is, like, I don't ever see these people again, honestly. Like, it was just, it would, they served their purpose of, like, sexual euphoria for everyone. And then it's, like, they go live their own life and I never have to, like, intertwine. Yeah, I feel like my answer to this one is kind of weird because it's, like, most of my friends are other sex workers. So, for me, if that's the scenario, if it's, like, my other friends who do OnlyFans, then I would say my friends. But if it's, like, my other friends from, like, my vanilla life, mm. then I would just say strangers because yeah, that's too weird. I didn't even weird. think about your hot, your hot sex work friends. I just thought, like, IRL friends, uh, if the sex workers are on the table, <laughs> I would welcome that. That sounds fun as fuck. Yeah, because the difference is just the way that people are viewing sex, you know? It's, like, when we're, like, doing our collabs and stuff, it's not weird. Like, no one's leaving having feelings or, like, you know, it's not, like... It's not like that. It's not like emotionally entwined, but it's kind of hard to tell sometimes with like your vanilla friends that you think are going to be really chill about sex and like, Just I don't know, like swinging, yeah. stuff like that, where like 
a lot of people have a lot of feelings around sex, which is totally valid and totally normal. Yeah, I think it's different when we're like playing make believe a lot for <laughs> us when we're like, it's just sex. Like, it's just like everyone fucks. So why not just fuck? And they're like, oh, like my partner, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's like it just gets too complicated if I think it's like IRL people. Yeah, I don't think either of us were ever people who put a lot of emotional weight behind sex. Like, I think you can have sex that's really like emotional and attached. And like, you know, there is sex that's like that. But I think that's like, one percent of sex that people are having most of the time like it's still like a good way to connect with someone and stuff but i feel like you know people are just different about that some people need like a a really big emotional connection before they even enjoy sex yeah so don't fuck your friends unless your friends are cool swingers unless they're cool guys (laughs) would you rather have sex on the beach without a towel or have sex under like a freezing cold waterfall, like as the water's coming down on you. Sex on a beach without a towel. I've done that. Yeah, but everything gets sandy everywhere. Yeah, but cold water. I just feel like my dick wouldn't be able to stay hard if I'm just getting splashed with cold water. Yeah, and it you'd be, be so like, like tense. Yeah. Like I feel like I wouldn't be able to like loosen up and enjoy it and it would just be like I think tight if you're smart, smart about the sand and like that pussy's not touching the sand, then it's fair game, baby. Like, we could make it work without a towel. Yeah, you just be like, conscious of your angles. Yeah, be standing or squatting or on your knees or whatever. You could make it work. For sure. Okay, this is my last one. It is, would you rather... Oh, this actually fits with your last one. Mm. Would you rather have sex in an office or in nature? Like, your office, you know? I mean, nature... If I'm not yeah. going to get caught and I'm not going to be, like, a menace to society, then I think nature's nature's fun. It's, like, back to your, your like, roots. Your body's, like, ah, you know? I don't know. It's, like, a carnal instinct to just fuck outside in nature. Yeah, I think as someone who has done both of these things a lot of times, which I know you have, too, <laughs> I feel like even though it's really fun, like, the, you know being scared of getting caught in like the office setting it is like you know pressures on where i feel like in nature it's like oh you could take your time it's so pretty it's so relaxing everyone's loosened up i don't know i love that that was a pretty sexy episode summer yeah all this for free (laughs) if you're feeling some type of way after this episode don't forget to go to summerstone.fun But no, for real, you guys, that is everything we have for today. Again, we would really appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast if you're enjoying it. Also, um, if you're not enjoying it, you know, don't worry about it. You you don't have to leave a review. There's no review review button. Don't worry. Yeah, there's no review button. Um, But yeah, we're trying to be more regular with episodes again. Obviously, we were out of town and then Cam was sick. But thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Let's fuck about it. Let's just fuck about it. We should fuck about it. No.